Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Sweeney, Vice President here at Rise Up For You. I'm excited to dive in and have a conversation about health today and being an entrepreneur and being persistent, all the things we love to talk about, leadership, personal and professional development here on the podcast. We're excited that you're here listening in or perhaps watching live on our Facebook channel. Either way, welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast and our community. Udo Erasmus is living in Vancouver, Canada. Very exciting. He is the legendary co-founder of Udo's Choice Line, and that can be found at Whole Foods and other health food stores all over the globe. Udo designed the machinery for making oils with health in mind and pioneered flax oil, which of course is a billion dollar industry today. However, Udo walked a difficult path to become the man he is today. Very amazing. He was a child of war. He began with intense struggle. As an adult, he even got pesticide poisoning. And he decided, let me take matters into my own hands. We're going to talk about tenacity and persistence today for sure. He began researching and discovering what has led him today to be an acclaimed speaker, author of many books, including the best-selling Fats That Heal, Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, uh, which has sold over 250,000 copies. Not an easy feat for sure. He teaches at events hosted by Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, and has keynoted an international brain health conference. I mean, that's an accolade for sure. Has traveled to over 30 countries to conduct thousands of live presentations, media interviews, and staff trainings, and has impacted millions of lives. Today, he is excited to use his extensive education in biochemistry, genetics, biology, and nutrition, and a master's degree in counseling psychology to come today to talk with us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. Udo, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Glad to be on. Wow. It's always fun. Amazing. So today, you get to talk with people and... What is it, if you could say anything to somebody who is maybe struggling, maybe with their health, but in any of their, what we call their six pillars, maybe their career, their relationship, you also struggled and yet you thought, I'm going to seek to find the answer. Where would somebody start if they're having a hard time and they don't know where to begin? I would say you start with heartache. Because when your heart aches, you know it's highly motivating and you know that something needs to be addressed. Mm. And so, and so instead of trying to distract ourselves from our heartache, we ought to sit in it. Wow. Be with it and feel it because within that feeling is your path. Mm. There's a reason why you have heartache. It's almost like a, it's, it's like thirst makes water relevant, hunger makes food relevant, heartache makes life relevant. Mm. So poetic. I love that. I was having a conversation with a client earlier, that intuitive knowing that 
the things that we're struggling with are perhaps for us and to listen. And like you said, to sit in it and to pay attention. Yeah. 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 So it, yeah. And, and the other way to look at it is some of our greatest breakthroughs come from our worst disasters, often self-created for our own learning, self-created disasters for our own learning. And the breakthroughs that come from that are astounding mm -hmm. and they're personal and then they're personal and then they're real. And when you bring the reality of your existence to a situation, it's powerful. Wow. I think we'll just do a mic drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> right? That, that was enough. Udo, like, that's all the that podcast episodes that you need to listen to, friends, on the Rise Up For You podcast. Really, how did you start with this idea that I will make a product and then now I have a platform to really impact people and their mm -hmm. lives all around the globe. What is it something, what are you most passionate about right now? Uh, I, honestly, life. This is, the, this is the treasure on the planet. Not money, life. This planet has life on it. Created by the sun. You know, life is solar energy. So we're all solar energy gadgets. But we're, but uh, to be in touch with that solar energy, which requires a stillness practice, starting with heartache and then bringing your awareness into the space your body occupies. And you will discover light if you go deep enough. And that light is the solar energy you are. When it's in you, we call it life. And life is also the master that runs the entire show. And you are that master. You are that life. You are that solar energy. We, we misidentify with our bodies. And when we do that, then we miss where the, where the juice is. Mm. That's why they, all the great masters always said, you know, first, look for the kingdom. They told you the kingdom is inside of you, mm -hmm. right? Get present in your own space. Be fully present as much as you can. And make that your first priority. Everything else will flow from that. Then you can really be in touch with the intuition. Then right. we talk about inside of emotional intelligence all the right. time. Self-awareness, self-management right. first. Everyone, right. usually we often hear people saying, I want I want to make an impact. I want to do yeah. all these things for, for others. And exactly what you're saying, let's go in first. Yeah. We have to take care of ourselves. And then by doing that, we will be able to make an impact. Yeah, because your purpose is already embedded in your, in your being, in your being. It's already there. It's already clear. Only you won't see it if you don't go there. So, and, and a purpose, you know, it's not like you, you cook it up in your head. That's not purpose. That's scheme. That's a scheme, right? <laughs> purpose is purpose. Purpose takes all of your life. Mm. And, and then it fits you because it is you. What would you say? I was talking with a client earlier today. He's an executive for a tech company <clears throat> and he has a hard time slowing down. 
We were just talking about reading, let alone meditation or any yeah. other kind of more introverted practice. He yeah. has an internal voice constantly saying, well, I'm not doing enough or I, I need to be more productive. Where would you tell somebody listening that's like that to start? Yeah, I, I would ask him, well, whose voice is that? Who's telling you this, right? Because it ain't your life. It's not your life telling you you're not good enough. Life has always considered you good enough. In fact, if life didn't consider you good enough, it would recycle your body very quickly. So the fact that you're alive means that you're unconditionally loved for just the way you are. And it's not a head trip, you know? They, what he's got going is is a head trip, yeah, and it comes from uh, from being focused on doing and ignoring being. But we're human beings, so being is actually more important than doing. How do we know that? You can be without doing, but you can't do without being. Mm. And so, so if I was in his position, I would want to remember that at the same time that my head is going crazy doing what the head does, at the same time, there is complete contentment, complete peace, unconditional love also present inside of me. Hmm. And then I'd want to be, want to learn to give the, the, the chatter the attention it needs, which may be less attention that it needs than it's getting, but balance it with giving attention to the peace and to the love that are also there at the same time. So it's a literally just a change of focus that changes it. And then because we do so much doing, we're really good at doing, going out and doing, we don't spend much time sitting still and getting quiet and going into being. And so our tendency is to be addicted to doing and we have to, sit out of that addiction into the stillness where all the goodies are. Mm. There's no fulfillment in, in, in the chatter. The fulfillment is an experience that is beyond the realm of words. Mm. And, and anybody who tells you that you're not good enough or that you're not doing enough, you, you, you need to turn down the volume on whoever that is. <laughs> Even if it's our own voice, right? Turn exactly. the dial. Turn yeah, because that's our stupid voice. That, yes. You yes. Know, why would you why would you want to say to anybody who's alive or anything that's alive? Why would you just want to say you're not good enough? You're not doing enough. You should do more. Why why would you do that? You're not here. You know you you weren't born in order to be doing something. You were born to enjoy the gift that comes from being water, air dust and mixed up with a little sunlight and you get to have the human experience mm. and you only get it for a short time you know so to me purpose one is to to become fully more and more fully present in all of my being and when i do that i feel cared for and when i feel cared for i i'm not going around saying what can I do that'll get me taken care of? Because I already feel cared for. And then it's like, okay, what's left to do? That purpose one is fulfilled, to be fully present, to enjoy the experience. 
that nobody else can enjoy for me. That is a wasted experience if I don't experience it because you can't experience that for me, right? And then it's like, okay, well, what else is there to do? Well, mm -hmm. I'm taken care of, so it doesn't have to be about me anymore. Where can I help? What needs to be done? How can I make the biggest splash for good in the time mm -hmm. that I have here? Wow. Let's talk about when you went on your, home, your own health journey, mm -hmm. then you develop a product mm -hmm. that really kind of gives you a platform to make the impact you're making now. What was it like? We have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen mm -hmm. to the show. That tenacity, not easy to create a product that's actually sustainable, that actually gets into Whole Foods and stores all over the world. Right. What was that process like? Well, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even call it tenacity. I, I got addicted. I was addicted, you know, and, and what happened was I got poisoned by pesticides. That's a stupid story because I got poisoned because my marriage broke up and I wanted to kill something and pesticides are used for killing things. I took a job as a pesticide spray, was really careless because I was really upset. And three years later, I got poisoned by the pesticides I carelessly sprayed, mm. right? Went to the doctor, said, what, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? She said, nothing. <laughs> and the penny dropped. <laughs> penny anyway. dropped. Oh, my God. My, my health is my responsibility. And I kind of knew it, but I didn't know it so clearly. And because I had background in biochemistry and genetics and, and biological sciences, if they, if they couldn't help me, then I was like, okay, let me see what I can do. If I, if I do the reverse of what I did to get the problem, that should be help me get towards not having the problem anymore. Hmm. And so I started reading about nutrition and health, nutrition and disease, because the idea is the body's made out of food. So when something goes wrong, improve, set a higher standard for your food, hmm. right? Because your body turns over 98% every year. You know that? It's so like 98% of the atoms in your body today, if we come together a year from now, you will be completely different except for 2% of what you are right now in your body. Only 2% of that will be gone. Everything else has been removed and replaced. Mm. So we're a huge construction site, major construction site. And healing is possible because it's always turning over. So when I raise my standard for intake of food, water, and air, then within one year, I can have rebuilt 98% of my body to that higher standard. So that's what I was working on. And then what happened, and so I was reading that, I got stuck on oils because it was the most confusing area. And it turns out the most sensitive nutrients, damaged by light, by oxygen, by heat, need the, should be getting the most care. And we give them the least care. We throw them in frying pans. Yeah. So we wreck our oils by our own devices and that's associated with increased inflammation and cancer. Well, pesticides cause cancer. And I had cancer to look forward to. And I said, well, I can't get healthy on oils like that. We should make it with health in mind. And then I developed a method, a, a very tight method, where the seeds and nuts are protected from light, from oxygen, from heat. It has to be a really tight system. From the time they're in the seed, through the pressing, the filtering, the settling, the filling, till they're in a brown glass bottle, in a box, in the fridge, in the factory. 
And so that whole process had to be very, very tightly made. And I understood that. But then the, the bonus of it was this had nothing to do with my clever plans, is that the year after I got poisoned, which was in 1980, in 1981, it was established that omega-3 is an essential nutrient that your body can't make, that you have to have, that you've got to bring in from outside. And that, that if you don't get enough, your health will deteriorate. And if you don't get enough long enough, you will, your body will die. So this is like really important stuff, the, the essential building blocks for body construction. And if, you, <clears throat> if your health is deteriorating because you're not getting enough, but then you bring enough back before you die, then all of your problems from not getting enough are reversed because life knows how to use them to make a body that works, provided we take responsibility at our mouth to make sure that all of the essential building blocks blocks land in our bodies so life can do its job so and then when and then i found out okay so omega-3 is essential for omega-6 it was known in 1929 for omega-3s it was the year after i got poisoned perfect timing <laughs> nothing to do with me perfect timing and then they they said okay what 99 of the population doesn't get enough omega-3 for optimum health every cell requires them so there must be all kinds of symptoms from not getting enough. And I was like, oh, my God, if we could make oils with health in mind and we could bring them back into the, into, into the food supply, we could help ev almost everybody. And it was like, well, there's my purpose. I just found something worth doing. And I just got lit up like a firecracker. And I didn't have any uh, business background. It was the enthusiasm. Oh my God, I could help. We could help so many people. It was the enthusiasm that was the addiction that was the driving force for doing whatever needed to be done to make them with, by high standards and to then sell the high standard to the people who wanted to work with us. Not sell it, you know, but we, we wouldn't do business with people who wouldn't take care of our precious oil. And we have very clear standards and we had these conversations. Do you have a refrigeration in your, in your storage? If they said yes, then I would send them to the guy that did, did the business deals. And if they said no, I said, are you willing to bring it in? If they said yes, I say, well, call us when you've got it. And if they said no, I said, this is a good time to end the interview. We mm -hmm. would not, we, you know, we said, you know, and it was like, and because we were on fire for, for something that we knew could help so many people. And it turned out that when the oils came out, people saw results very quickly yeah. and very consistently. I can picture your bottles at Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Udo's, and, and, the flaxseed, like the whole thing. Yeah, well, first it was flaxseed and then it was Udo's because flaxseed is yeah. a poorly balanced oil. Okay. And I became omega-6 deficient on it. I did, did the experiment on myself. So, And so... Uh, yeah, and then us, and then just, we hit the road, and we talked to anybody who would listen to us. And people like the energy because when you're enthusiastic, that's attractive. Yeah, you know. I, I, and I didn't try to be, uh, I didn't try to be enthusiastic so I could be attractive. It's just like <laughs> I just got swept up in it. That's that's how it happened. Then I spent 15 years on the road, maybe six to nine months a year, uh, wow. every year, going out, going around, and talking to people. And uh, 
yeah, it was uh, it was it was cool. So in a way, it's almost I would say, you know, be present in your own space and see what he, and see what and see what come see what happens. Mm. Yeah. I love too that you talked about this from an entrepreneurial standpoint. You weren't trying to be popular, famous, no. make a lot of money, all of which you've achieved by you know, but yeah, and it's the least interesting part of the work that I get to do. Yeah. Fame, yeah. fame is like a, it's a, it's a, it's a delusion. It's a, mm. it's a distraction, mm. you know, and then people treat you funny and, you know, it's mm. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, yet there are many people who are listening where that is what they're after mm-hmm. yet paying attention to what you said, you yeah. got on fire because you're so yeah. passionate. Yeah. Of course you took care of yourself first, that self-awareness, self-management, yeah. and then you were on a mission to yep. make an impact and help other people. Along the way, you did achieve things and you also discovered that wasn't it. You weren't really yeah. after. If you're looking for the fame, I can I can already predict your outcome. When, <laughs> when you get there, you will feel completely empty. Yeah. Because it ain't what you think it is. It's yeah. a miss. It's, it's, uh, it's thinking that you can get on the outside what you have to connect to on the inside. Exactly. And and then you, when, when, you, when I'm connected on the inside, I don't care whether I'm famous or not, you know, but I have a life to live and I'm, I want to contribute what I can by whatever my talents are, but it's never, it was never about money. The same thing is true for money. If you think it's all just about money and then you get whatever your number is, 10 million, 1 million, a hundred million, a thousand million, you know, the billionaires are not happier than the, than the, <laughs> than the, nor- than normal people. That's right. right. Because again, it's you're trying to uh, you're trying to get an inner fulfillment that is only present by reconnecting to yourself, your deeper self. And you're trying to get that done on the outside. No, it's just like it's an inside job. That's Wholeness right. is an inside job. Mm. Nothing so good. on the outside will make you feel whole. You can <laughs> you can be distracted for a while. But nothing will make you whole. It's true for relationships too. You know, if if I think she completes me, I'm, I'm already off on the wrong track. He he's he completes me, she completes me. But if you can't get in touch with your own completeness and bring it into the relationship, and she can't either, then where's the wholeness in the relationship supposed to come from? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Oh. Udo, if people want to find out more about you, the best thing they can do is go to your website. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I work with, uh, th- that's the website for oils. And I work with digestion as well, digestive enzymes and probiotics and a few mm. other things. Amazing. Um, Udo's Choice, yeah. if you're listening to the audio version, udoschoice.com. Yep. I love that. Well, Udo, uh what an amazing conversation. I can feel in your presence, mm. your energy is is very impactful. And just that alone is a blessing for those yeah, that are in connection you. with you. Mm-hmm. We love to ask a final question. Mm-hmm. And that is, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? Well, uh, yeah, if light is very light. So when you're in touch with the light within you, it, it uplifts you, right? So when you say, talk about rise up, but what rises you up is always in the spiritual realm, in the realm of energy, 
because the body's heavy. You know, if you think about it, here I am, I'm six feet, and and uh, this all of this is made out of dust and water and air, right? But mostly dust and water. And technically speaking, that should all be on the ground because it's heavy, right? So dust usually, usually is on the ground unless the wind sweeps it up, right? And yet, light is so light that it's able to lift water and dust all the way up to the top of my head. I mean, that's lighter than helium, right? So when you talk about rising up, it's life that rises mm -hmm. you up. It's the energy that is solar energy, that is life energy, that is the master energy, because it runs everything. That's what rises you up. Hmm. Wow. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for sharing and for the amazing self journey and then journey with others. All right. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. Wow. What a conversation, right? Thank you for listening today, for diving into your personal and professional development. We here at the Rise Up For You podcast and company are excited you're here with us. If you're looking for some coaching, we would love to work with you. You can contact us for as low as $149 a month. Leadership, business, confidence coaching, all can be found out about at riseupforyou.school slash courses slash power coaching. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and we'll see you next time on the podcast.